This is Make Money Count, brought to you by Connect Home Financing. Welcome in and thank you for joining us on this uh, special day. Super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going, Ian? I have uh, I have an area that I want to get your opinion on. I brought it up with Alan during the, the, the show, his show last hour, but I am interested in your opinion. Bank of Canada saying higher interest rates are on the horizon. Stats Canada, though, on Friday saying that the economy isn't growing nearly as fast as they assumed, and which is what they always seem to be saying lately. Not the first time they've been off on the GDP forecast. Surely being off that much on the forecast has to kind of make the Bank of Canada think twice about raising these interest rates that the Bank of Canada says, you know, that we should prepare to um, watch uh, see a rise in. So there's a couple of, of pieces of information to unpack here. Number one, when the Bank of Canada speaks, even when even their speech is a form of monetary policy and fiscal policy, right? The idea of talking up interest rates or talking down interest rates in and of itself has an effect on bond yields. Uh, as soon as the Bank of Canada started talking like that last week, we saw bond yields increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, there's a, Bloomberg has this model that it uh, asks a, a group of economists when the next hike will be and what their level of certainty that there will be a hike. The certainty of a hike in January increased significantly. So what's happening is uh, the Bank of Canada has has repeatedly told us that the amount of stimulus that they injected into the economy by way of you know buybacks and buying mortgages and bonds and the amount of stimulus that the federal government injected into the economy with respect to the Canadian Employment Wage Subsidy, and the uh, CERB. So all of that stimulus will create an inflation spike. The Bank of Canada has been telling us that. The Bank of Canada is also telling us that that spike will be temporary. What we're seeing right now, though, is we're seeing the population, the people in Canada, all of us are starting to feel inflation. The mm-hmm. Bank of Canada is keenly aware of that. And the Bank of Canada wants Canadians to know that they will fight inflation. So the speak coming out of the Bank of Canada is very likely to, it, it, what it's serving the purpose of doing is it's calming people down to letting them know, yeah, we're aware. It's, you know, we're not asleep at the wheel. But simultaneously, the Bank of Canada has to act upon data and their projections of what's coming in the future are far more accurate than our heuristics on, you know, geez, gas is more and food is more at the grocery store. So this is going to be forever. Um, And I think what is a little bit scary is that there is a good chance and the Bank of Canada has telegraphed this to us. There's a good chance that if interest rates rise too quickly uh, at a period of time when we're removing all that stimulus, we could negatively impact the economy and nobody wants to do that. And we spoke a little last week about this, that in the United States, the Atlanta Federal Reserve did an analysis of what the impact of all of the quantitative easing that they dumped into the market was 
on the federal level, and they identified it to be in excess of two percentage points. So in excess of a essentially a negative 2% interest rate. So Mm -hmm. as we take that quantitative easing out of the marketplace, we're effectively increasing interest rates by 2% anyways. So again, I've said this before, like a lot of people are saying, forget the variable rate, jump into a fixed rate. I'm not one of those people yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm not one of those people because there's a cause and effect relationship between the Bank of Canada's decisions and what they do with interest rates and ha- what happens in the economy. And if you raise inc- interest rates too quickly and 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 and, uh, and tamp down the economy, then you're going to have to lower interest rates. Bank of Canada understands that. So that's why you're kind of seeing conflicting information. But, t- you know, to put a point on it, the Bank of Canada is keenly aware that people are afraid of inflation right now. Everybody is talking about inflation, but the Bank of Canada has also been telling us that this inflation is temporary. Do you think it's temporary? I'm worried that it is. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that the amount of capital that we injected into the economy uh, is giving us an artificial sense of mm. the strength of the economy. And uh, I mean, listen, w- we had a problem in our economy at the end of 2008, which we didn't really recover from. And we've been just dumping more money from our future onto it to make it go away. And not just like we, not Canada, the entire world. So, and I mean, we don't like this new kind of fiscal monetary uh, experiment. We don't really have that much of a view into the future. I mean, you could look at Japan, um, you, you know, to, to see what it looks like when asset prices just balloon up and interest rates are zero for a prolonged period of time. And I mean, I don't, we're probably, you know, five to 10 years behind that. But we just created, you know, we just doubled our national debt by, uh, by injecting this stimulus over the last, you know, eight years. There's got to be an impact of that. So I'm worried that, and I think the Bank of Canada is worried about the same thing. Like we just, we just printed a whole bunch of money. We dumped it into the economy. That money is going to slosh around for a little bit. But if the economy doesn't pick up its own momentum, um, what do we do? Print more money? Keep interest rates low longer? I mean, there's still kind of... Listen, before this happened, we were talking about what percentage of our GDP was reliant on housing. On housing. So house prices are increasing and that's our our economic engine. yeah, I mean, I worry a little bit about this, um, Ian. Not as much Justin, as Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what I was going to ask you was, over the weeks we've been doing this show, you've illustrated how someone revisiting their mortgage can cut thousands of dollars a year over it. You know, it, it, there's a lot of people, as you've both proven to callers, who are paying too much. They're paying far more than they need to. And those overpayments are going to become more and more and more important as time goes on. 
you know, even with a slight rise in interest rates, are you hearing this from, you know, callers calling connect? Are they getting the message that you guys can help them out and in turn, you know, make a, make a, you know, give them some money in the future? I mean, for sure. I feel like not enough though, because I feel like we are still calling them more than they are calling us. Right. Like we, we always are, you know, your number one supporter in the mortgage game. So we're always calling our clients and making sure that they know that they can save money, especially in a time like this, um, where, you know, Marcus had just mentioned the variable rate. Uh, I as well have a variable rate mortgage and I wouldn't change it. Um, you know, the spread between the fixed and the variable is really like, um, you know, it's widening. Um, Marcus can speak more to this, but I'm, I'm worried that they're going to start slashing the discount on the prime rate, right? For sure. They're going to do it. Yeah. I think they're already starting. Yeah. So, so the sooner that you get in touch with us, if you are someone who would take a variable rate, the sooner that you can get in touch with us, the sooner we can get you that, you know, monster discount on the variable rate and the lower that your penalty to break your fixed rate is going to be because fixed rates are rising. So, Oh, that was so well put. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like just sitting back and listening to you because you really do know what you're talking about. Honestly, when I was speaking, he was looking so far into my eyes. It was crazy. <laughs> I felt like it, we were on a moving. date. I feel, like, I feel like we are on a date every 100%, Sunday. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Tell you what, why don't we take wheel, a break but... and you guys can... Can, uh... can noodle? And we are back, providing the industry-leading direction to customer service. Connect is known for my guest this hour, founder CEO of Connect, Marcus Affairs, principal broker, Justin Turner, getting into our Halloween music for this afternoon. Justin's um, scared, <laughs> by the way. I don't, Justin I is don't scared. Know. So, like, we got to be careful here. Yeah. I was actually. God quite... is my witness. I thought you guys were going to wear costumes today. No. I did. I, I, for Justin's wearing a costume. costume. There you go. <laughs> I said Justin's dressed as Chris Farley. <laughs> this is going to be a question that the Saturday morning at 8.30 on CHCH of yours will ask. And today's, uh, today's listeners won't know, but how come Marcus gets two cups? Well, one one mm. is water and the other one is a nice green tea I like to make for myself. Yeah. And you mm. see all my cups? There's not. <laughs> he gets the royal treatment. You have no cups at all. That's very sad. That's okay. He I actually have, have a water he could bottle. Have a cup. He could have a cup. I know. And you know what? He, he whoever, just, whoever, whoever wants a cup, and if you, you can see it, Ian, but the people that are listening on the radio, unless they've got really good eyesight, probably can't see it. <laughs> but. If anybody wants a cup, an amazing Connect cup, they're huge, big cups. They are huge, yeah. They say Connect on them. Uh, if that bothers you, then don't email us. <clears throat> but if it doesn't bother you, email us, hello at connect.ca. Hello, H-E-L-L-O, at connect, C-A-N-N-E-C-T dot C-A. And we will send you a cup. Maybe we'll even put something in it. Yeah. We have, well, you know what? We have a lot of, like, like what I'm a lot, like we have tens of thousands of cups and umbrellas. Yeah. So if you would like wow. an umbrella and a cup, just let us know and we'll send it to you. <laughs> H E L L O at connect C A N E C T. Like Jello, like Jello, like Jello with an H, Ian. That's right. Make it more confusing. Hello at connect.ca and they will send you a cup and an umbrella. That's uh, bring it on. That's a fantastic deal. 
416-872-1010. This is the Mortgage Show here on Connect. Let's go to the line. Chantel is in Toronto. Good afternoon, Chantel. Welcome in. Hi. I can, I'll take an umbrella. I'm definitely going to send you guys an email. There you go. Um, you got it. The umbrellas, <laughs> Chantel, the umbrellas, if I could just tell you. The umbrellas, I designed where we put the marketing, uh, like, jibber-jabber on them. And what we did is we made a re- I don't even know if it has a logo on the outside of the umbrella, but when you open the umbrella, I wrote on the inside of the umbrella and it says something like for the best mortgage, blah, 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 like something, you know, but it's cute because you can actually like use the umbrella like a normal umbrella without advertising it because really the only person we're advertising is you, Chantel. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what, why don't we, uh, and of course this is up to, to Marcus because he's the boss, but why don't we offer an umbrella and a cup to anyone who calls in today as well? And we'll just take your name and, for- and phone number and forward it to them. I mean, you want to do that as well? hundred sure. percent. Sure. Why not? There you go. So, so you already get your umbrella and cup, Chantel. And let's, uh, let's see if we can get you some good advice as well. Perfect. Um, so by the way, guys, I love your show. Um, so I've been trying to refinance for quite some time now. Uh, I just need money so I can invest some of it back into improving my business. Um, I own a restaurant and it's in dire need of an update on the inside. Uh, but my bank keeps pushing me to look at a business loan. Um, it requires a ton of paper- paperwork. Um, and as a small business owner, I really don't have the time for that. Um, but they tell me that there's no way I can get a mortgage, even though my mortgage balance is only about 125,000. Um, I have a attached home in Markham and I really only am looking for about $150,000. What should I do? Okay. So first of all, this is the problem when you deal with just your bank, when you go to your bank, they're going to give you a product that yields the most for them and doesn't save you the most, right? They're, they're looking out for their profitability. You have a, mm-hmm. you have a home, a semi-detached, did you say home in Markham? I think she said detached. Detached home in Markham. So detached, like, yeah. I mean, it's probably close to 2 million bucks. Uh, you've got a $125,000 mortgage. Uh, th- like, listen, we would look at a couple of different options here, but I can just tell you, you're, you're probably getting offered a business loan, that business loan is going to have setup fees. It'll be a term loan. It'll be callable by them if you don't meet certain criteria. And the interest rate is definitely going to be between 8 and 10%. You don't want that. Um, you would get, so let's say you had no paperwork. Let's say you had no credit because over the last 18 months, you know, your restaurant probably hasn't been that active unless you're doing takeout. Let's say you had absolutely nothing. Like you just went to our website and filled in just your property's address. And you said, I don't want to provide another piece of paper beyond that other than my ID so you can verify who I am. I would be, honestly, I would probably bet you that the interest rate that the algorithm that we have on our website quotes you is about 5%, maybe lower. Um, And the only setup fee you would have would be a legal fee to register it. Like everything, there's like a spectrum of of available options for Chantel. So first, quickest, easiest, dirtiest, just put your address in on the website and within 24 hours, you'll get your money. And I'm I'm almost positive it'll be like $4.99 or something crazy. Next option, if you want to provide some paperwork, 
like some bank statements to show that the business is making some money or maybe just the articles of incorporation of the business. Mm -hmm. I think actually with just the articles of incorporation and a decent credit score, we get Chantel up to 50%, maybe 65% of the value of that home. She could go out and start a chain of restaurants with all the equity she's got. (laughs) And, and, and that would be at like the lowest prevailing five-year variable or fixed rate. And then, I mean, kind of somewhere in between those two options, if there's damaged credit or there's really no income, um, maybe she refinances into a new first with like a B lender. And even then, you're probably looking at 3.5% as a rate. Yeah, high, high two still. Yeah, yeah so... Under three. I, I just don't... I, it's so frustrating to hear that she's getting offered a business loan and she's getting told she can't refinance her property. I don't know what bank it is. But like, if the banks are listening, you know, you would just do yourself such a big favor if you just train the people in your branches a little bit to be... Like, it's... I mean, you don't even have to be compassionate. You just have to realize that helping people access their equity in a fair manner with respect to pricing and information... It's just gonna strengthen the goodwill of your brand. Like, why bother? Mm. Why, like, uh, why bother advertising to people and telling them that they're richer than they think? I saw one from CIBC today, which was like, "Ambition, reality." I mean, like, if your whole marketing campaign is based off of trying to communicate to people that you want to help them reach their ambitions, and you want to help them be richer than than they think, and then like. W- Put your money where your mouth is a little bit, right? Like, I I don't know. That's this is something that obviously gets to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm happy that they act like this because um, we probably wouldn't have a company if they were better. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, least doesn't get them up and dancing on the floor. I don't know what will. There we go. Yeah. Nasty. While we were on the break. Justin yes, was sir. talking to me about his Chris Farley uh, outfit that he's got on right now. So basically, what, what if you're listening to the show and you don't, if you're listening to the show right now on radio and you do not have excellent vision to be able to see through the radio, Justin wears these blazers that can only, <laughs> <laughs> only be described. I, I bug him about it every show. They look like they belong to my, not my seven-year-old boy, they look like they belong to Nico, my three-year-old. He does the best Chris Farley impression that you could ever imagine. And he said to during the break, he's like, you know, man, next year, like <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> in such good shape. I'm going to be like have rock hard abs. So it'll be impossible for me to do this Chris Farley impression. But for now it's okay. And I said, yeah, for sure. What's going to happen between now and next year that's going to allow you to have these rock hard abs that you're speaking about because you eat like a pig. <laughs> and he goes, well, tonight I'm eating pogos <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> but I think that uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, throughout the year, things are going to change. But I mean, he started with pogos. And just, just so that the listeners know, I run five kilometers here. Every day. <laughs> Chasing a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the week, he's in Oshawa. <laughs> By the way, we got about 15 to 20 
emails for umbrellas and cups during the break. So cool. Which evidently is 15 to 20 more people than I thought listened to the show in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, yeah, and thanks, for anyone guys. who doesn't know what he's talking about, you send an email to uh, hello like at Jell-O. connect dot like C-A. Hello yep. at C-A-N-N-E-C-T dot C-A. What's funny about that, Pogo boy? Every time <laughs> I say hello, no, because Marcus says like Jello. And that really gets me going. Just in oh case people God. can't spell hello. Yeah. But no, right. yeah. Jello. Jello. It's actually how they say hi in Cuba. Jello. 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 Send an email to hello, not jello, at connect.ca. I think we're going to have or fun. You can, uh, fun today. Or yeah, join yeah. us on the line here. One of the areas we talked about during the last couple of segments, and I'm not sure that I think you, you, t- you did touch on the answer, but I do want you to clarify it was we were talking about interest rates. We were talking about inflation. And Marcus, you said that uh, because if you read five things, you're going to get five different opinions. You're saying right now is not the time to lock in. I just I, like, that's pretty controversial. Um, that doesn't sound like something I would say. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's not saying. something he said. I'm just that's kidding. something no, no, I that's said apparently. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that the variable rate is still a good bet. And I bet you, if you did look for five opinions on this, all of them but mine would tell you to lock in. Really? Right now. Yeah, I think so. I think that it's so it's so easy to play this one uh, conservatively and to say that like interest rates are so low right now, they're going to go up. And that's true. But what you got to keep in mind is if the spread between those two rates is significant enough. And right now we're talking like it's 150 basis points significant enough. Yeah. Which is six 25 basis point rate hikes that would need to happen. And if you want to kind of play it out, that probably all that needs to happen within the next two and a half years for Mm. you to lose out on a variable. Keep in mind also that if it starts happening relatively quickly and you've got a mortgage with Connect or you've signed up with Connect even if you didn't get your mortgage from us, we're still going to be advising you. You're going to get notified when you should lock in if we really see a more significant spike in bond yields, number one, or we see the Bank of Canada acting more aggressively. But again, it's this cause and effect relationship, right? Bank of Canada increases interest rates by one percentage point. We're going to feel it. Mm -hmm. And housing, when we get back to talking about like that we actually might have an economy, Housing is going to be front and center and nobody wants to tamp that down right now because it's all we got and increasing interest rates too quickly is going to tamp that down. Mm -hmm. And as much as the federal government wants to talk about affordability, so there's two pieces there that you can, you can joke about as much as they want to talk about affordability, they do not want housing prices to drop because that will create a whole lot of uncertainty in our economy. And number two, who do you think is paying the biggest interest payments on the biggest amount of debt right now? The federal government is. The Mm -hmm. more interest rates rise, the more the federal government has to spend just to service this massive amount of debt we just got. So listen, the federal government is on a variable rate mortgage too. I mean, they're not really, but (laughs) the federal government is, is keenly aware of its borrowing costs and with the amount of debt that they've assumed, can you imagine 
if they needed to increase their debt servicing payments, you know where that money comes from, right? It comes from social programs. It comes from welfare. It comes from the things that they need to spend money on. Just like you in your household, right? If your debt servicing requirements increase, it's going to eat away at money you would like to be putting other places. And what does that do? It slows the economy down. So, uh, yeah, I'm variable. And I like being a contrarian on this one. And um, it's this is not the first time that it's happened. Like, And I'll be, honestly, I'm not a bigger man than this. I'm almost always right about these interest rate movements. Like, I, don't, I, can't, even, I, I can't even remember a time that I've been wrong. So... There's like, how, how can you mess with that now? I'm telling you, take a variable. Everyone else is saying, go fixed. I mean, I'm telling you take a variable and I'm telling you that I'm so rarely wrong. If my wife is listening to this, except with you, cutie. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at Jason when he said that. So Justin. His name is Justin. Come Justin. on, Ian. What Frank? is going on? I wish I'd never done and, that, ever. And, and now it's that we're become making- a bit. Now that we're oh, making- speaking of spelling things wrong, by the way, it's hello J-E-L-L-O. at connect. A N N E C T. Apparently, we're getting text messages like Jello. that people are uh, like, I know it's the the connect that they're spelling wrong. They're getting text messages that they're getting bounced. So hello at connect c a n n e c t dot c a. Funny thing, if you go to c a n n e c t dot c a, you can get a quote. For a mortgage, whether it's a home equity loan or a refinance or a purchase, in seconds, with live interest rates that you will be told what you qualify for instantly, in real time, and you can download your approval. You don't even have to speak to Justin, which for for me (laughs) would be the selling feature. You know what? If you do enjoy this show, I would strongly suggest that you set your timer, your PVR, whatever it is you record for the show. It's Saturday mornings. It's 830. It's make money count is the listing. And you'll be able to tell your friends that, you know, you were watching it before it got the Emmy Award. And, uh, you know, just it, that way it's there and you can follow up and see the fun and games we have in the studio. And uh, let's check in with Elaine, shall we? Who's in Toronto. Good afternoon, Elaine. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Hi, Elaine. Would you like an umbrella and a cup? Hi. Um, So I have a quick question, kind of switching gears here. Um, I'm an accountant. I was working for a big accounting firm, but things have been pretty tough for me at the moment because I was laid off um, at the end of last year when we went back into lockdown. So I decided to start my own practice, but um, I've I've been doing pretty well for for the past eight or nine months, but... I've accumulated some debts and my bank keeps trying to get me to get a larger personal line of credit to consolidate my debt. I don't think this is right, but they won't give me a mortgage um, because they say I don't qualify. Does my question here is, does the bank have the client's best interest at heart when it comes to consolidating personal debts or are they just doing what is best for the bank? What do you guys think? Honestly, Elaine, it's so similar. I don't know if you heard our last caller, but it's so similar and it's so frustrating. So there is like, there's no reason why you should, unless you have like the most gigantic penalty to break your fixed rate mortgage, there's really no reason why you should be consolidating into a personal line of credit because here, here's the problem. And we saw a lot of this over COVID, like way too much of it. 
it makes my stomach sick thinking about how much of this we saw. The banks were offering out personal lines of credit like candy. So here's mm-hmm. 50000 here's 60000 Let's consolidate your credit card bills, knowing that what the consumer is going to end up doing is they're going to mistime things. They're going to put all of that debt inside of a personal line of credit, which you're not. I mean, listen, you're going to pay 8 to 12 mm-hmm. on a personal line of credit, right? You're not getting some fabulous interest rate. And then once that personal line of credit, which is, let's say it's 50 grand, once you put everything into it and now it's 50,000 in debt, mm. it's going to tank your credit score, right? Like credit utilization is the biggest, baddest, fastest way to screw up your credit score. Mm-hmm. And if your credit score is screwed up, you know what that means? You get fewer options on where you're going to go. can tell you is next Saturday morning at 8.30 on CHCH check out Make Money Count and I am hoping that that leaves all these wonderful moments in of, uh, <laughs> of the fantastic dancing you know we had the, the thriller dance there we had uh, this one it's um, you know Justin is, is really you know he's he's kind of a Paula Abdul of Connect when it gets right down. I'm a I'm a man of many little coats. <laughs> well, not according not according to Marcus or not. No, yeah, he wears no, I'm tiny a, I'm little a, jackets. I'm a man of many he wears little coats. Tiny little jackets. It's hilarious. It's just like it must when you go shopping for a blazer, <laughs> like <laughs> Do you go to some store where like the like is the person blind or like are they just like do they just like or do you do it online? You must do it online. You buy them online. This could right? very well be the In first store. show I've ever done where one of the co-hosts is the one to file the complaint with the uh, <laughs> standards association. He was mean to me. He just before the break, guys. Uh, he used to work just before fashion. the break. We were talking about uh, uh, we were talking about mortgage rates. And uh, Elaine was on the line. She uh, rejoins us again. And uh, Marcus, you were talking to her about something that I wanted to get into anyway. And that is that you you think you're getting a good deal from these big banks because that's how we've always been taught. And it's just not true. Yes. Listen, the bank does not care about you. The bank cares about how much value you can create for their shareholders. Mm-hmm. And it's how they're built. So, uh, unfortunately, I think, again, I'll get back to this. I think if they took a little more of a long-term view of their borrowers, it would serve them so much better. Like, uh, And I think, uh, honestly, I really do hope that we start seeing more of it. Some Listen, some sometimes you do hear about someone at a branch that's really properly advising people. I just, I guess the people that are getting that advice don't call into the show. But I will say, like, to take, to take a personal line of credit, you're going to hurt your credit score the moment you begin using it. And if you're not so precise on that timeline as to when you're going to pay that down, this will send your credit into free fall and it'll only require you to borrow more capital and it will increase your debt servicing requirements. It's like borrowing money, it's all about information and the most critical piece of information is timing. So timing as in, How long do you need the money for and how and when are you going to pay it back? So if you believe that 
you know, you're going to be able to pay that money back in a relatively short period of time and you have a great deal of confidence in it, a personal line of credit might not be a bad idea, especially if you have a fixed rate mortgage that has a significant penalty to break it. But if you're not certain as to the timing of when you're going to pay that mortgage off, let's look at this, right? Like it's not difficult to put a plan together where you can analyze what the penalty to break your first mortgage is, what the interest rate on it is, and then what the interest rate on a personal line of credit would be. And then you can just run out a stress test for how long you may um, or may not be holding that debt for. Is it six months? Is it one year? Is it two years? And each of those timelines will yield you a net savings or uh, like it's a cost benefit analysis of, of, of when the timing of your payback is. And we'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. It, like we have no, the, the whole beauty of how Connect operates, and I'll say this again, is we got no dog in the race. Is it a dog in the race or a horse in the race? Horse in the race for sure. I like dog in the race. Anyways, we it's don't have a dog hound. in the race. Yeah, it's a greyhound. We don't have a dog in the race. Whoever you're going to speak to at Connect, all they have is a whole bunch of tools at their fingertips. And when they're advising you, and this is the core principle of Connect, they make no more or less money based on what you do. The, the whole idea is just there's good people on the other end of the phone here mm. who are trained to help you. And we know that if, you know, I think we get like a two or 3,000 calls a week. We know that if in those two or 3,000 calls every single week, we provide honest, unbiased, and, and good advice to Canadians, they're either going to call us back or they're going to tell someone else to call us, even if they don't do something and they don't act on it with Connect. We understand that that's okay to us. We're like the opposite of a bank, right? We Let me just, just jump in. Yeah. Elaine, did you, some, any more questions or are you comfortable? Elaine? I think Elaine, Elaine left. Elaine, go away. All right, let me get, I want to get another caller in though before we, we, we run out of time here. Benjamin in Toronto, good afternoon. Welcome in. What's your question? Um, I was wondering, um, like, what, like, what's a good area, what's a good area to that, what's a good area in the city where if you're buying a house, you'll be able to get a good mortgage? Hmm. Um, I mean, any. Yeah, like, listen, any area of the city, um, there's, there, like, unless you're looking at, like, a private mortgage where some lenders have pockets that they won't lend into, the way that the banks operate is that wherever you're buying, you're going to get financed. They don't discriminate on an area. But, I mean, certainly for you as an investor, you might find certain pockets that, you know, might yield you more uh, mm-hmm. as far as appreciation. And it's not a horrible thing to consider at, at a time like this when, you know, um, real estate prices are pretty high. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we're, I can tell you that like wherever you're buying, you're going to be able to get a mortgage, wherever in the city. There's actually, with the exception of if you're in Hamilton, there's a pocket of Hamilton yeah. where the lenders don't lend. Wow. Most yeah. A lenders or mortgage finance companies will, but but I have run into situations where there's like a train train tracks that go down the yeah. middle. It's like, it's like so cliche. It's like you're on the wrong side Good of the grief. track. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I would assume that in those areas, the mortgage rate, the, the amount of the house would be different anyway, wouldn't it? 
No. Like if, if you're buying a one in Forest Hill, then your mortgage is going to be far different than maybe some other area in the city. So there is there is some some um, you know governors that that banks and mortgage finance companies and lenders do put on mortgages. Uh, it's called a sliding scale. So if you if, if, quite opposite from maybe what you are thinking, if you are mortgaging a more expensive home, then you generally wouldn't get as much of that property value in terms of percentage than you would get with a normal bank. Um, that's not to say that that's with us though, because you know we can generally uh, navigate those situations and we can usually get you 80% of you know whatever the, the value of the property is. Um, but yeah, when it comes to pockets in Toronto, uh, we will be able to finance wherever it is. And, and, and if someone else said no to you, then, then that's not right. And, and we can, we can straighten them and you out. I got about uh, 45 seconds to a minute, guys. Why should someone call connect? Well, I got two, I got two words for you. Cup umbrella, (laughs) cup umbrella. Call us. You get a cup and an umbrella. That's it. Our That's phone cool. lines, our phone lines, and our emails have been yeah. blowing up. Yeah, and it's hello, just like Jello at connect c a n n e c t dot c a. And if you want, just go to the website, and in real time, you can get a mortgage approval, and you can get funded within twenty four hours. It's the only company in all of Canada that is doing this. And there's two reasons why. Number one, we have the absolute best technology. And number two, nobody else wants to provide you with a price quote online because they'd rather figure out how desperately you need the money so they could charge you more for it. 